Test, test, test. Testing, testing, testing. Chat, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I think we're all good. I'm just going to check the volume here. Let me see. It looks like we are good visually. We have the visual, but do we have the audio? You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me make sure I'm live. Okay, it looks... Wait, it might be too... Okay, really good. We're good, amazing. So I'm just checking the audio and make sure that we're all good to go. What's going on, chat? We are here. It's another Tuesday. Tell your people's people's people's. I'm about to start the intro. We got some interesting stuff we're going to get into today. You don't want to miss it, and you don't want your people's to miss it. So make sure that you tell your people right now to tune in. I'm about to start the intro. Here we go. I was. Hold on. We're all good. We're good. Okay, I want Wirecast preview. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay, let's try this again. We're going to start the intro. Here we go. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday TV. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Amazing. Another Tuesday. Happy to be here. It's amazing. The week has been amazing. I can't complain. Amazing stuff. Let's get right into it. Topics to be covered. Last week. What did we talk about last week? We talked about the key factor to great relationships, if you guys remember. That was episode 35. We talked about the key factor of great relationships is what? What did we talk about? Chat, what did we talk about? The key factor. You guys got on me for saying the word too many times, so I know you didn't forget. But the key factor is relationship. I mean, no. <laughs> what the? Communication. Communication. We got into that and the importance of communication and how um, a lot of relationships or it doesn't matter what type of relationship it is. All relationships, family, girlfriend, whatever, right? All relationships, oftentimes um, the reason there's a falling out is just due to a miscommunication. The reason there's an argument is due to a miscommunication. The reason there's a war is due to a miscommunication. Right? Oftentimes. Right? Oftentimes. There's exceptions to the rule. Right? So, communication is a key. And um, it's not talked about. 
very often a lot of people don't like to communicate so what do they do instead they find other ways to make them feel make themselves feel better but this, the problem never gets solved so we really got into some details and examples about the importance of communication and how to better relationships from my point of view so check that out episode 35 of last week when you get a chance and uh yeah send it to your people as well today's topic um today's topic as you guys can see by the title there how do you know that god can trust you right how do you know that god can trust you because we're always thinking about how can i trust god or i trust god or i put my trust in god but can god trust you right and what does that even mean? What does that look like? We're going to get into it today. But first, before we get into it, you know what you got to do. You know what you got to do. Hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. We got to do it. We're on a mission. So help me to do it. Amazing. You also can call in. It is a talk show. So you can call in at 888 three seven seven three and we can get into some stuff i love the calls the calls are always nice and a nice change of pace of the show so uh, i appreciate the call so you can call in and we can fellowship we can argue we can do whatever talk about your mama talk about your daddy whatever you want to do i'm here for it all in the name of jesus let's get into it 888-775-3773 i'm gonna shoot my shot with this phone number here and I'm going to try to throw it on the screen. So getting it on my screen. Oh, I see why. I see why. Okay. That, that's probably not possible. Okay. But that's okay. We'll work on it. 888-775-3773. Okay. And, uh, we can call, you can call in and we can talk. Amazing. Yeah, Nick just reminded me. Yeah, there's no uh, blah, blah, blah. We'll get into that later. But um, also, guess what, guys? I'm on Buy Me a Coffee now. I had to get with the cool crew. The cool crew is on Buy Me a Coffee, and I went and got on Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, and But you don't, you won't buy me a coffee. You buy me a donut. I changed it from coffee to donut. Because I don't drink coffee, but I like donuts. I don't really eat donuts that much, but I love a don a good donut. A maple bar, stop playing. Stop playing. Maple bar and some donut holes, I'm with it. So you can buy a donut on Buy Me a Coffee. I put the link in the the chat box there. So you can do that. Um, or if you want to just support the show, or if you want me just to answer a question because you can't call in or you have a comment, I can answer it live um, if you send a message through the chat box, the super chat box. I think that's what it's called. You can see it in the chat box there where you can super chat and um, with your questions or comments, and I will read them live on air. Right? So you can do that. Amazing. The show is growing. So we got to do uh, professional stuff. Uh, yes. So today, I think I covered all the bases. Today, 
How do you know God can trust you? I was working out, and then it just, like, dawned on me. And I was thinking about how, like, I don't even know really how it came together. But it just, uh, it dawned on me. And I'm going to give you my perspective. But how do you know God can trust you, right? Like with information that he gives you or wisdom that he gives you, you know, how do you know that you can be trusted? Because, you know, we always ask ourselves, like, give me more of this, give me more of that. But how do we know that we, we can be trusted with it, right? How do we know that we're going to be able to handle it the way God desires for us to handle it, right? We don't know, but you can know, right? You can know, and I think it's meant for us to know, but how do you know? We're going to get into it. So I'm going to bring some things, um, some different examples and some different things that's all going to tie into the message, right? So bear with me, um, and we'll eventually get to the finish line, okay? What's up, chat? Chat says, Joel practicing his Judaism with the hand rubbing. Joel's break, break dance fighting. Amazing. Um, Joel Donut TV. That's right. Joel eating all them jelly donuts. I don't like the cream filling ones though. I need it has to be nothing in the middle. It's just the bread. But the maple bar, stop playing. Glaze twist, stop playing. Donut holes, don't play with me. Don't play with me and a donut. But anyway, so. How do you know that God can trust you? Um, I think it's important. I want to say this. I think it's important that um, when it comes to uh, dealing with our issues, right, the issues that we're dealing with, um, I think that it's important, and this ties into the message, I think that it's important that we deal with uh, our issues in secret, right, meaning like like, say if um, – you're homosexual, or let's say it could be anything. We'll just use, say, if you're a homosexual. I think that um, it's common decency to deal with your homosexuality um, with yourself, meaning like in your own cubicle of life, in your own world, deal with your homosexuality. But when we're out in the public, whether it be homosexuality, whether it be uh, uh, your addictions, quote-unquote, that, that's doesn't exist the word but the things that you're dealing with the things that you're struggling with you should struggle with them in your own world and not bring them into society with you meaning like wear them on your sleeve right Um, I don't think it's common decency to wear them like that I think the best way to go about things and your issues and your problems is deal with them in secret but in the public you do your best to be an upstanding citizen. Meaning like, not that you can't make mistakes, not that you you have to walk like, pretend like you're perfect, right? But you know how to um, conduct yourselves in the public enough to where you're still true to yourself, but you're also um, not being like a, um, a, um, what would you call it? Inconvenience to society, Right? You're not, like, imposing your problems on other people. 
and we're seeing like the result of your issues coming out of you and it makes people uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like keep it to yourself. Even if you're not homosexual, even if you're straight, nobody wants to see you and your your um, significant other kissing in public, stuff like that, right? Let alone do we want to see a homosexual, two homosexual people kissing. We don't want to see that, right? So you keep that at home. It doesn't mean you can't be that. Live your life the way you want to live it, right? That ain't on nobody else, nobody else's business. But in the public eye, we should be able to have common decency, right? So I want to say that. And the reason why I think that is necessary is because when we don't and we impose our stuff on the world, we we tend to influence, um, we play a game of influence on those who are um, not able to think for themselves and not able to um, lead their own lives, right? So... It's not the person's fault who's doing the influence, who's doing the imposing. It's ultimately the individual who allows it to happen, right? But it still would be helpful if you didn't impose. So I think the ultimate goal is that we we have common decency. You know what I mean? And be a normal human being in 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 society. And all the crazy theatrics, save for your personal stuff. There's a do that with your friends and your certain people who agree with it. You guys do that in a separate space. But don't carry it around everywhere with you. If that makes sense. And bear with me, it's all gonna come together. But as how I was raised was um when we had family gatherings. Um, even like my whole life, even from like from little being little to high school to an adult, right? When we had family gatherings, um, the whole family would get together and we would all conduct ourselves in such a way, right? We would get along, we would smile, we would have fun, enjoy ourselves, right? And we wouldn't like even at our parties. We there was a certain limit to our, our parties. This is just my family. We like kept it decent at all times, right? It was always stayed like in this bubble of decency. But yeah, we still have fun. But obviously being in high school and being a young adult, when I would go out with my friends, it's a different type of party. It was a different type of party. Go to the club, go to the parties, you know, whatever it was at the time, drink, all those things. It was a different type of energy we had, right? And that's the example that I'm trying to give is that when you separate the two, it's necessary, right? Have your time. You go out with your friends and do your thing, but don't bring that to every situation. And I was talking to a friend, and um, the friend is a lady, and she said something that was so deep, and she was like... um, what did she say? Because I don't want to uh, misinterpret it. She goes, um, your character should stay the same, but your personality changes in different circumstances. And that was so deep to me because um, I feel like that's necessary. Like there's different sides of you that should be exercised 
and that come out, but your character stays the same. So I'll give you an example. So say if I hang around, um, I teach young kids. Say if I hang around my students, right, and then I go to hang around my friends that are around my age. When I hang around my students, I don't have the same personality that I have when I hang around with my friends, right? I don't use the same language. I don't act the same. Hey, I don't behave the same way, make the same jokes. It's two different personalities, but my character is still what it is, meaning that I'm still true to myself when I'm with my students and I'm true to myself when I'm with, um, with my friends. So my character never changes, but there's different sides of me that make it appropriate for different groups. Right. And I think that's a valuable thing to have. I think that prominent people in entertainment or in the world or in business, they have those different personalities because if you appeal to multiple people, then you make multiple connections and it benefits you. Right. But I think also there's a mindset that people believe that um, you should always just be one thing. And um, that one thing may be it may not fit in to every place, right? And um, I just think it's beneficial to not go out your way to try to fit in. Don't do that, right? Don't try to make yourself fit in. But learning how to be of uh, service in each situation, if that makes sense. So growing up, naturally that was happening for me in my life, and I didn't even realize it till I, as I was, as I gotten older that, yeah, when I, when we, when my family got together, they saw a different me, but it was still me. Right. But when I, with my friends, it's a different, another, another Joel, Joel Friday. So, um, I say that also to say, again, you can call in 888-775-3773. Am I making sense here? Chat? Real Mad says, Real Mr. Mad says, Joel is the social uh, Charmeleon. Ain't that a Pokemon? Charmeleon. Somebody said nope. Let me see. Who said nope? Uh, Doug said nope. <laughs> Whatever, Doug. <laughs> I thought Char Charmeleon was a uh, Pokemon. Joel, did you have too many friends? No, I actually didn't have a lot of friends. Joelle and Hate got all the LA ladies going crazy trying to get what the I gotta start proofreading these these things. Anyway, <laughs> am I making sense? I wasn't making sense. It's about to all tie together, but I say that to say is that like When we are in public and we're dealing with people, we should know how to deal with them in such a way that it's um, decent, regular, normal, right? And we'll get along a lot more than trying to make everybody accept who we are. But at the same time, it's necessary to address what's going on, right? To be honest. And there's a time and place for
for everything, right? There's a time to do certain things. There's a time to say certain things. There's a time to reveal certain things. Time and place for everything. But I think what's also important is that we don't deny what we're dealing with. We don't deny what we have because there's another extreme, right? People take it to another extreme. One side wants to impose who they are on other people in the world, but there's the other side that wants to do it in secret, but then they deny it because they're ashamed of it and they judge themselves for the things that they're struggling with, right? And that's the part that I want to speak to mainly is that um, I don't think that we should deny what we're dealing with. And I've talked about this on past episodes, and some of you guys don't like this this uh, this topic, this type of conversation, and that's okay. But um, it interests me because uh, I've learned a lot about it, right? And um, about, like, being honest, about, like, being honest with self and really, like, you know, the topic of transparency, vulnerability, all those things, they interest me because I'm learning more and more what they truly mean and what that actually is, right? Because there's this taboo. There's this taboo that um, I want to shake, right? But we shouldn't deny what we're dealing with. In the right situation, we should be honest and we should be real. There's value in being real, right? Now, I'm not saying at every moment, stand up on the podium, confess your sins. I'm not saying that. But I'm also, but I am saying that in the right situation, it's good to be real, right? And I'm gonna tell you why. Bear with me, stick with me here. Is that, in my opinion, this is what I believe it is equally as valuable to be weak as it is to be strong, right? Both words, strong and weak, don't really exist, right? They're two expectations, right? They don't really exist, but let's, for the sake of the story, let's use them. It is equally as valuable and important to be weak as it is to be strong, right? And what's crazy is the only reason why we don't want to reveal weakness or be weak is not the weakness, is not weakness. It's the insecurity about weakness. That's why we don't want to reveal it. It's not the thing, the struggle, the issue. It's the judgment that creates the insecurity of the issue, of why we will not, like we hold on so tight. And I'm speaking from, I'm talking about me, right? The shoe fits for you, amen. But I'm talking about me. We don't want to do that, right? Because this idea of that what's going to happen, the results, um, blah, 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 right? It's the insecurity. It's the insecurity about it. Now, does that mean that, oh, let me prove my security and go confess? No, I'm not saying that either. I don't want that to get twisted. Right. I'm not saying that you just go run off your mouth because now you're imposing. Right. The right situations and the right moments, there should be no shame, no fear. Right. 
And hold on, the ad is playing during the show. I hope you guys caught everything. But I say that also to say this, too. It's like, it's interesting. And again, you can call in 888-775-3773. There are some lines open. Um, so you can call in if you want to talk about the topic or um, whatever. Right? But this is where it ties into how do you know God can trust you? Right? This is where it's about to make sense. Is if I have perfect peace, right? If I have perfect peace, let's say Joel, let's say Joel has perfect peace. Let's just let's just entertain it. If Joel has perfect peace. Am I going to pretend that I don't have it, right? If I have it, am I going to pretend that I don't have it? Or am I going to live in it, right? I'm not going to pretend that I don't have it because I'm living it. I'm enjoying the fruits of perfect peace. And I'm not hiding. I'm out in the world living with it, right? You wouldn't hide perfect peace. Why would you, right? You would have no desire to hide it, right? Because that's what's real for you in the moment. Perfect peace. And you're not thinking about other stuff, right? So if that's the case, then how can God trust me with perfect peace if I don't have, and here's the thing, here's the thing. How can God trust me with perfect peace if I don't have the courage to be honest, to live in my weakness, to live in my weakness, right? And I'm speaking about me. How can I, because there's times where um, I still hold on, I still grip on to that, the idea of what is weak and all these things, right? And, but how could I expect perfect peace from God if I don't have the courage to accept my weakness? Right? And be able to speak on it when the times comes. Because the courage comes from speaking on it even though you're gonna get backlash, even though you're gonna get judgment, even though people are gonna look down upon you, they're gonna hate you, they're gonna ridicule you, they're gonna right? That's where the courage comes in because you can't control that, for one. And for two, it's going to happen regardless, perfect peace or whatever, right? No matter what, that's going to happen anyway. But it's facing the funk. It's the reality, right? And the reason why I put so much emphasis on it is because I've realized how um, relationships with people, getting people to understand my point of view, has worked better when they were able to relate, right? They were able to see that um, that I'm no different than they are. I have struggles too, right? Because when you get, like, when I've gotten caught up into, like, the holy talk, or not even just the holy talk, or just, like, saying certain things, or people see that there's a I have a podcast, they have this perception, and that's not my control. I can't change what they're going to have. They're going to have it. They're not going to have it. But um, when conversations are had in general and people see, you know, 
the a real person, um, they tend to relate to it more. They tend to to respect it more. They tend to um, gravitate to you more, right? Because they see that you understand it. Not only do you have this understanding, this wisdom of like things that you're learning, but that you've also been where they are or you are where they are. And that's just as important as um, walking around strong and tough and manly. And I see, I'm starting to believe it's all the same pot. Weakness and strength is all in the same pot of manly. Because manly to me is honesty. Manly to to me is accountability. Manly to me is um, doing the best you can to do what's right. You know what I mean? Like, manly doesn't have to be perfect peace. Manly doesn't have to be um, perfection. You know what I mean? So I say this, and then I'm going to get to some calls. I say this, and I actually have a clip to play for you. I'm going to get to it if the Lord is willing. But it takes courage. It takes courage to let people in, even if they judge you. Because guess what? You let people in, and then they judge you, then guess what? You realize that you need to kick them out. They don't need to be around you. Bye. Right? Because you revealed yourself and then you couldn't and they couldn't respect it. Kick rocks. Thank you for revealing yourself to me. Right? Because you'll you'll know who's really has your best interest in mind. You know who's really like for you when they find out about you. That's when their character shows. Right? If they run for the hills or they judge you or they talk about you or gossip about you, da 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 da. That just shows their character. Right? And you don't want those people around you anyway. So I think we just got to learn to not look at it as such a bad thing, weakness. Because it says in the Bible, you know what I'm saying in the Bible? That God is strong in our weakness. That's where God is present in our weakness. Because that's the only time where we could truly rely on God. Because we know of our own strength, we don't have it. We don't have it. So we need to rely on God for it. So, uh, I think we just need to learn to um, accept all that comes with this human body and this and the spirit. Accept it. We don't gotta. Um, act as if we'll never overcome it or pretend that it's natural, but still accept it and not run from it, not try to fight it, 
not none of that stuff. Like surrender. Surrender is the word I'm looking for. Surrender. And just accept that it is what it is. I'm going through these things. I'm going through it. It is what it is. Because 10 times out of 10, everybody else is also going through it. So if they judging you, they crazy. Let me get to some calls real quick. Frederick. Um, let me get to Frederick out of L.A. My friend Frederick. What's going on, Frederick? You're on the show. Welcome. How's it going, Joel? How's it going? Pretty good, man. How are you? Oh, man. Listening to you sound like you're really trying to convince yourself <laughs> that you're right. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Uh, that weakness, if uh, people take kindness for weakness, what do you think they're going to take your weakness for? But why do you care about that? It seems like it seems like you care about what other people think. No, I'm talking about them more practical thoughts. I'm talking about when the physical comes into uh I mean these I'm talking about the physical practical when they know you weak, you become prey. And so so women need to be protected and if you're telling a woman you can't protect them and you're weak and you communicate them that I'm scared and <laughs> and they don't feel secure when they're with you like I'm gonna run if a fight breaks out I really don't know what I'm gonna do and you just communicate and being honest with this woman you really think she's gonna be with you or <laughs> let any of her friends be with you they're gonna tell the city and you're gonna have to move because you're so open okay. and tame. Okay, well that's fair. Everybody. That's that's fair. That's a fair that's a fair um comment about it. Now, but here's the thing. Let's just say I don't say that and I'm quiet about it, but when a fight comes up, I still run. What's the difference? My I'm still the same guy. Whether I told but her or not. You're not even going to be with the woman when the fight breaks out if you tell her that up front. Right, but then why is she going so then she's going to wait until it happens and then she's going to see it anyway? I mean, how are you ever going to get a girlfriend if you're telling them up front that I'm scared everywhere I go? I live in fear, um, and they want, and you want them to see your weakness as a strength. Because I think that I would like to believe that if there's the, a woman out there for me, she's not thinking about those things that can be overcome in time. She's thinking about, is this guy uh, a decent guy? Does he want what's right? Does he want to overcome? She's probably she should be looking at that and not worried about what each situation comes from the next because there's plenty of situations she's gonna be in where uh, she probably acts crazy too. So then, so then what? We just never. Well, what are we gonna do? Boys and girls run away from each other? You don't you don't put anxiety on yourself before it happens by telling them that you're scared of everything. I don't think that's healthy for the relationship. Well, I agree. You don't know how you're going to act. Don't be like, well, I'm in right. fear or I'm weak <laughs> and this is how yeah. it's going to be. And I, no, I, I don't I don't agree. Well, I agree with I agree with that in the sense that, like, you don't just walk up to her and be like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm scared. And that is an example of a man being weak and it's been a strength. Give me the example of what? What do you mean? You said a man being weak and it's been seen as a strength. Uh, give you an example of a man being weak 
and it's seen as a strength. I mean, we'll just use your example. Like, if you about to fight somebody and you have fear about it and you say, say for whatever reason, and I'm not saying that you got to express it like, oh, okay, I just want to let you know, babe, I'm scared. Like, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> I think that's silly. Why, why Why do you need to do that? That makes no sense. You don't need to say that. I don't think you'll ever get into but, an argument. You're just going <laughs> to bow. If you're really scared of a person and they know you're scared, they're not, you're not going to be like kick rocks. They're going to know you're scared and they're going to exploit you. They're going to become your friend. Like um, um, JLP said, even family, they close families just want something from you. Everybody, there's no love in you. So you being open and letting these people know what you're scared of and they're using it as evil. They're not returned to their father majority of the world. You're talking to these people like they're living in on the right side. They're living in their unconsciousness. But they're why am I around? Exploit you. Right, but that's a that's a that's okay. Let them think that. And you're right about that though. You're right about that. And I'm not disagreeing with that. You're right about everything you're saying, but like that's still then why do I need to hide so I can conduct myself need to around tell them. them? You don't need to hide. Nobody needs to know. You and your relationship with God, he's the only one that needs to know. Let everybody else guess. Guesstimate. And if like and if they try to bring up your past, look at them when they trying to like Jesse said, they trying to get a murk out of you if they went to dig up something of your past because you didn't tell them just look at them when they're trying to destroy you yeah okay you're doing your homework on me means you really don't like me that's when you really godly and you connected and you ain't bragging about yourself and trying to get the confessions off you so you'll feel better and less fearful because you was up front and told everybody i'm a coward so don't beat me up or you're really wrong because you know up front <laughs> i told you i was a coward and you still beat me up no that ain't the way to go well, because here, here Freddie, no, I I understand what you're saying. I just, but I just want to also say is that it also like you have like you and we and most of us have this. Most of us have this thing. The majority of men have this thing. There's a a big judgment upon weakness. So it's like you're ashamed of it. There's like a like a disdain for for the weakness because it makes you less of a man, which. Weakness is not fun, and we this is not uh like um whatever, right? But the reason why we can't accept it or we run from it is because we have a judgment of it being bad. It's not bad or good. It's just a reality. It's just a reality. And who knows what's gonna happen when you get into that fight? You can be scared to get in that fight, but you still knock the guy out if it's meant for you to knock him out, right? Because um, in your weakness. God is strong, whatever the situation is supposed to be. So you can't fight in fear. It's no, no. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I got different perspectives. Maybe yeah, you're right. I'm gonna let you move the wheel. Right on. I'm <laughs> no. gonna call again, but at the same time, this communication and being weak and vulnerable is gonna leave men in a bad position in well, the future. Well, I because when the people who wants to take over have you as workers you're going to be opening up explaining it to them they want to know your feelings you're right where they want you right that's fine no way no judge the label slave so what i'm a shabby boy slave why do i judge me but right i'm proud of that but that don't make me weak everybody gonna be sheep right but that don't make me weak just because i say that i'm i'm dealing with certain things still don't try to test me don't test me you know what I mean? 
Don't test like that. Don't make no sense. Like just because I'm saying hey, it, you that don't mean that you, know, you wait. Oh, they gonna test you. Okay, well then they'll find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let them find out. That's where F around and finding out come from. You ain't got to yeah. explain it. What's understood ain't got to be explained. I, All right. I appreciate it, Freddie. Thank you, man. It's always yeah, good. Yeah, take it easy. All right, man. <laughs> I like talking with Frederick, though, because uh, it's fun, right? It's a nice, like, headbutt in a good way, in a competitive way. And, um, yeah, like I said last week, it um, either makes you sharper or makes you uh, learn something new. Let me go. Let me take another call. Do I have time? I have time. Let me take a should I take another call, chat? I'm gonna take another call. And then I'm gonna get to that clip. I'm gonna take a call and then if the Lord is willing, I'm gonna get to the clip. Cause the clip is important. Let me go to Brian out of North Carolina. Brian, welcome to the show. You're on the air. What's going on, Joel? How you doing? What's up, man? How are you? Another day all is well. Right on. I uh the topic is a good one. Right on. Um you started off by talking about how it's important and communicating with other people in the outside world and not coming off too strong and what you are aware of and things like that. And then you mentioned, uh, I guess in a sense, not frowning upon being weak. Right. And it reminded me of a conversation I had with a guy I've known for a while the other day. He, uh, he made a post and he said, let's normalize being vulnerable. And, okay. I wanted to ask you, do you think that vulnerable and being weak are synonymous? Vulnerable and being weak. In all my in in my opinion, I don't think weak in general is real. I don't think that exists. You know what I mean? And vulnerability is not weak. I don't see that as weakness. I think these are just things that we deal with and we just they're just our reality. That's just what it is. And when we call it weak, there's nothing wrong with having terms that we use to define certain things, but it's the judgment, right. it's the judgment attached to it that becomes a problem. If I right. look at vulnerability as weak, then I'm looking at as insecurity and all these things that are not that are just not true. And at least in my opinion, I don't believe that to be true. I think that is a strength. I think that is a normal thing. So, um, I just not into denying what's actually going on because um, I just feel like it's a lie. There's a time to not say things. There's a time to shut up and not right. uh, reveal things because, um, yeah, sometimes it's, it, it is unnecessary. And, and it even says in the Bible to speak wisely in the right moments. But, um, right. yeah, I just don't see it as weakness, if that makes sense. Yeah, I it does. I think I'm starting to understand what you mean now because I. Yeah, what do you think? What's what, what's well, your opinion about it? Well, when I hear weakness, when I think about weakness uh, within myself or with me, right? Let's just talk about. I'll just talk about me. When I think about weakness with me, I already know that that's not me. Right. And so, I don't know. Good point. I mean, it kind of it kind of stops right there, right? And the same thing with same thing with being strong that's not me right i would like i would like to say it is me but it's not me i know it's not me because i i 
I know that I feel weak and I feel strong, and neither one I don't I won't identify with weak. Right. So I'm not gonna identify with strong. That's a good point. And I'll go ahead. It's go just ahead. when it comes to dealing with other people, though, uh, you know, the word weak and vulnerable, I think, are just like uh, they kind of hinder communication. You know. Right. And in what way, though? In what way? What do you mean by they hinder communication? In the way, in the in the way that most people identify with that. Most people will, you know, if I point out a weakness or what I would call a weakness, yeah. then, then most people will identify with that, or they'll identify the opposite of that. Instead of just saying that's not me, they'll be like, oh, that's you know, I'm this and that or whatever. Right, and now right, you right. now now that now that I yeah. pointed it out, now it's a problem. Yeah. Identify. But I understand yeah. I understand what they mean by that because, like my friend said, you know, he said, let's normalize vulnerability. And I said that, you know, I asked him, I said, would God want you to be vulnerable? And, you know, he didn't really answer it directly. He kind of right. went roundabout. And, but in him going roundabout, I understood what he was actually trying to say, which really wasn't to, you know, be vulnerable in the sense that I think of the word. Yeah, I think what he, what he was really saying was just to be honest. Yeah, yeah, which is plain and simple. What it comes sometimes being honest may feel like vulnerability. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it just is what it is. It's the truth, and the truth is yeah. not the truth is is not vulnerable at all. You know, the truth is freeing. It's yeah, it it it's empowering. It's it's a whole bunch of things that's the opposite of weak and vulnerable. See, that's my that's my point that I'm trying to make there, right there that you just said, Brian, is that like it's not that it's it's not about the word vulnerable. It's not about the word weak. It's not about the word strength. It's about the truth. Right. And the truth is that I may be dealing with this thing. Right. And that's just the truth. So when I'm saying reveal it, I'm saying not being ashamed of the truth that that that's where you are now. You said it also perfectly as well that it's not you. It's the not you, right? It's the not you. So say the things that you would deem as weakness are the not you anyway. So if right. it's a not you, that's, that's even further gives you a reason not to um, uh, not to be afraid to talk about it, right? Because every, uh, most people, I don't know everybody in the world, right? But most people are dealing <laughs> with the not you, right? So... Why do I have to hide my not you um, so I'm not judged by you judging my not you, not me? It got a little confusing. I, <laughs> I confused myself for a second. <laughs> I, th- I think I understand what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah but you're right. I understand what you mean. Yeah, you're right in the sense that, I mean, to me, I see the word vulnerability, I'm I, at least I'm meaning it this way: vulnerability and weakness as honesty and truth. I see it that way. Somebody may want to use different words, but to me, it just means the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm being honest. Why don't you use those words then? Because to me, it's just another word. Now, it, uh, eventually, who knows? That word may become um, sound like vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like. Those are words to you and I right now in this moment. Honesty sounds a little stronger than vulnerability, but it's just a word that we we give meaning to. Gay used to be gay used to be happy. People used to use the word gay back in the day, and they meant it in a happy way. 
Now the right. word has been changed, and now we see gay as homosexual, right? So it's right. like, like you know what I mean? Like, there's no point in trying to change the word and just change your intention about it. And who cares how people perceive it? Well, so that's just I, my my point. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand that. But what you you still feel it? <laughs> I wouldn't. I just think I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about you know being clear in communication. Right. Yeah. That's you yeah, know. I see that. That's that's all I'm thinking about. You know, and I don't. And but what's the difference? I mean, I would you say I, the difference between vulnerability and honesty is ju- the judgment. Right. The judgment of it. So why? Right. But why? But why do you not like the word vulnerability? Well, I didn't say I didn't like the word vulnerability. Yeah. I just wouldn't be right. promoting. I, I wouldn't it. be promoting vulnerability. I get it. I get it. I get it. Because at the same right. time, in the sense of at the same time, if I walk around using the word gay, right, people will get the wrong impression. Uh, when I'm when if I'm saying I mean happy, if I'm trying to explain right. that I'm happy, but I, I walk around using the word gay. People right. will interpret it the wrong way. I get, I get the point. I get what you, what you mean, what you mean about it. And I, well, the other thing is too is like vulner, the word vulnerability in my mind that bring that I connect that word to a lack of awareness. Okay. And that's that's just not what you want. You don't want to have the lack. You want to be aware, and a vulnerable person is not aware. A vulnerable. They're just not aware. Interesting. Interesting. And and um. You know, that's, I never thought of it in that way. I think, see, everybody kind of has their own attachment to it. So people just have to use the language that they see to fit and hopefully explain it well enough to where it makes right. sense. But I appreciate the call, Brian. Uh, I thank you for, for sure. I just got to move on. I'm, I'm trying to get to this clip. But call me again. Huh. It's a great, great conversation, man. Handle your business, bro. I wish you well. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right, bye-bye. I hope that makes sense. I want to get to this clip really quick before I end. Um, but Brian makes some great points. Um, so did Frederick. And, um, yeah, it's always good conversation. So let me let me get to this clip, right, because what's important is that um, I really break down what this is. Hold on. Let me make sure this is good. Let's do this clip. Check this out. It's a clip from blah, blah, blah. Just watch it. He is pure evil, but you'd never know it by looking at him. I had uh, these obsessive uh, desires and and, uh, thoughts wanting to control them. I always knew that that it was wrong, but uh, it was was almost addictive. It was almost... uh, uh, a surge of energy. There was no time when you would see them and say, what have I done? There were times, there were times, but the compulsive obsession with uh, doing what I was doing overpowered any feelings of revulsion. I felt so hopelessly uh, evil and perverted that... uh, Did you like feeling evil? No, no, I didn't, but uh, I had tried to overcome the thoughts and it worked for a while but eventually i gave in while jeffrey dahmer may uh, say things today that make it seem like he understands what went on in his mind he does not 
I was dead set on, on going with this compulsion. It was the only thing that gave me any, uh, any satisfaction. To this day, I don't know what started it. And uh, the person to blame is sitting right across from you. That's the only person. If you were out on the street now, okay, that's enough. Would you still be committing the crimes? Okay, yeah, I know it's gonna be that long. But the point is, the point is, is that what's happening in this video right here? We're seeing Jeffrey Dahmer. Right, we're seeing Jeffrey Dahmer. The what do you call him? The murderer, the serial killer. Like, what is he known as? He's known as all these things, right? And what does what do we do? What does the mind make us do? Demonize, right? Demonize this man, right? We we've known him as this scary, monstrous person. That there's nobody like Jeffrey Dahmer. He's the top tier murderer. But when we hear him on air explain what he's feeling, what he went through, where his mindset was, doesn't that give you a little bit more insight and understanding of how that happened? To me, it does. It makes him more human. It makes it gives me context to realize that, wow, I understand why he had that certain thought because I see how maybe not in that way, thoughts also try to attack me and make me do things. Wow, maybe he's, maybe he had a problem, uh, his upbringing was, was, was horrible. It gives you context to realize, wow, he's not, he's not so different. He's actually a normal human being that just lost the battle to the thoughts. His vulnerability Whatever you want to call it, honesty, vulnerability, truth, whatever. His openness, his transparency is what allowed us to have a better perspective on what was going on with him. The battle is not against flesh and blood. It's the spirits of principalities that are unseen. It's a spiritual battle. It's not against flesh and blood. That's your brother. who's dealing with the, most of the same issues you're dealing with, just on a larger scale. But we wouldn't have known if he didn't express it. So anyway, that's my message. Hope it makes sense. I got to end because the American Anchor Baby is coming in right now. You don't want to miss his show. It's a great show. And you want to follow me across all uh, platforms across the board, Joel Friday TV, The Gifted of Dance. We got some stuff coming. You don't want to miss out. So make sure you tune in. Amazing. Um, I got to end. I'm going to try to get it right this time. And uh, until next time, see you later. Bye.
I don't do 